<laughs> yeah, an oxygen and advantage instructor. And today uh, he will take us through how he has built a thriving community on his local stressed out soil. Call it regenerative people culture. Bob, the floor is yours. All right. Thank you, Odin. Um, thanks, guys. It's great to see everybody. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's great to, you know, uh, get back together. Um, this is a, I love this, this format. So I, um, I wanted to, uh, when I, when Francesco launched this, um, you know, I thought, okay, what can I contribute? And um, I thought, well, where do I really have traction? And the thing I keep getting uh, feedback on is the extent to which I've built this group of people who continue to uh, reinforce each other and do more cool things and that it's local um, and that it's it's thriving. And so I just want to set a little bit of a context for you guys first, actually. Um, and by the way, Odin, you might want to spotlight me because otherwise I think it's going to video only you uh, on the um, on the recording. I think right now you're the, you're in the spotlight for what it's worth. I think it just follows whoever's talking. Um, okay. But anyway, uh, yeah. So I for further context um and i've got some slides for you guys in a second but um so this is this is my story this is just me your context is going to be different each of us is out there doing our thing doing our job some of us are in a place that has a local community that's that we can do this with some of you are traveling some of you ha don't have a single base so it's different for each person each instructor, but I'm going to provide you with the wisdom I've gained from my particular context. Um, and so I'm going to, um, let's see if we can do a share. I don't know what we need to do so that I can do that. Odin. Do you, can I just share my screen or do you have to, ah, you have to allow me to do it, I guess. I think you have to give me permission somehow. And if that, and Odin, by the way, you're muted. Sorry. Uh, yeah, because Francesco has to do it because ah. it's his link. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's all right. You know what, don't worry about it. Um, so, okay. So the story is that here's, here's my context. Um, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna explain my context. I'm gonna explain uh, what I have done that builds uh, community, why that's important, um, and so the specific mechanics that I've used, and the principles, and then my lessons learned, and that's that's where I'm going with this. So um, for me, first of all, uh, I, I and this is probably true for a lot of you guys. Um, when I would finish my workshops back in 2017, 2018, 2019, even. Um, we had a lot of people, you know, there was, there was that sense of what's next and just sort of, okay, this was a great you know, experience. And then how do we continue this? What do we do next? And for a time, really all I had was to point people back, which is a great thing, but to the, the fundamentals, uh, you know, the 10 week um, course uh, or to the app. And um, at the time I wasn't an advanced instructor. So it was really just that. And I thought, well, 
what can we do? We're setting these, there's this thing I call the energy gap that people perceive that they're coming to these workshops to get something different, to get more from life, to get more energy. And then we're having this great experience and then we're sending them back off into their world where that same energy gap exists again. So where can we build some continuity so they can find those people? And so many times at the ends of my workshops, I thought, you need to talk to this person. You need to talk to that person. You need, and I thought, you know, you've got to connect all these people, these really awesome folks who were never going to find each other otherwise. So I became like a matchmaker. Um, and, and I really felt like I was, you know, developing like a kid, like children, um, and just trying to grow this group at, that, that was starting, you know, kind of just spazzy and all over the place, and then helping us grow to become something more coherent. So um, some of the things that I have done back in the day, the first thing I ever did was I invited people to my backyard and I just had a tub and that was no big deal. I'm sure a lot of us have done this. We just had a tub, like, come on over. And some neighbors would come over um, and they had a great time. That was cool. Um, but there were, you know, that, then I began um, taking the, the uh, spirit of Wim Hof work and moving that out into the community. And one thing that happened at my workshops is that people were saying, we need to do this ourselves. So groups were forming where they were getting their own tubs and just meeting in a backyard. Um, and I just began visiting those groups. I, I said, okay, you guys build it, I'll show up. And I will just bring myself, bring the energy. Um, and so they would, they've had their own little private fire and ice sessions and this was during COVID. So this is like five people at the most. And we're trying to keep up some level of, of um, social distancing, but we would, you know, some of them had hot tubs, some of them had ice baths, um, drumming, food, doing that around the full moon became a ritual. And, um, and so a few different groups formed around that. And that was just me saying, build it and I will show up and I will be, you know, I'll come to the parties with you. Um, and then those began to grow. So we have a couple of groups like that at this point that have been very uh, successful. They've, they've gone on for, I don't know, um, almost two years now. And one of the things that I found to be most uh, useful has been the hikes. And I call them Hoffer's hikes. And we just, we go out into, uh, it's like on a Sunday morning around, and I was gonna show you guys my map, but I, I don't, I can't do it right now, but um, we, there's a tributary to the Potomac River that we hike to. Um, and it's about three hours on a Sunday morning. Uh, those who want to go in and those who don't want to don't, but it's during cold weather. And of course, if you, if you haven't done my workshops, then you're just gonna come along for the walk. You're not gonna get in the water. Um, and then, and, and so then we do the, you know, the hoo-ha, circling up horse stance, breathing. Uh, folks go in for three minutes, maybe four minutes, and then we hike back out. But to me, I, I thought that that was going to be like, you know, just very uh, uninteresting or not terribly uh, inspiring, I guess, fun, but not really a bonding experience. But it's turned out to be a really powerful experience for people. And so uh, like a lot of uh, friendships, a lot of connections have formed during those hikes. Um, and, and the reason I, you know, I'm saying uninteresting, not because it's not interesting, but because 
it's not it's not large scale. It's just a simple little uh, creek uh, near the Potomac that isn't you know it's it's pretty, but it's certainly nothing you know challenging. But that turned out to be a really good thing. So a simple connection, and I just offered that. Uh, so about once a month, I offer that. Um, so the other principles that I have found to be really important are to celebrate others. So, and I, again, I have it on, here's my slide. <laughs> um, it's celebrate others. So finding opportunities for people in your group to be, to be known to others. And one of, um, I, I have uh, done, I offer the ability, and maybe a lot of you do too, for anyone who's done one of my workshops, um, if they want to, they talk to me, they can come back as an assistant. And then we start to get cross-pollination. So those who have some experience get a chance to learn more. And the new folks get to see what else, you know, when people have, have uh, gone further in their practice, they can then see what that looks like. So there's an energy exchange there and they, they get to know each other um, and they go off and they do things. Um, one of the, I also threw a pretty uh, successful party for my, um, my whole group, which was again, during COVID, we had about 40 people. It was awesome. Um, I actually, one of the activities was simply to, it was, it was just a human bingo where you just had to find people that had certain characteristics, like had slept on a mountain or so, you know, had um, like someone you'd never talked to before. And you had to agree to go do something with them outside of the, the, the party. And that spawned many cooperative uh, collaborations. Um, the, I, I formed a book club. And I think Annie, I think you came to one of those. Um, we actually had Scott Carney show up. Uh, to one of our book club meetings um, to talk about the wedge, and it was it was awesome. Um, the book club has also been excellent. I bring books to my workshops. Uh, probably a lot of you do too, like you know the Wim Hof book and uh, Breath and so on. And I just because folks are coming to learn what the scope of what's possible is, so I began to feature those books in my book clubs, um, and so that's that was an. And actually, we put it on pause for the moment, but it, it, it was a very cool online uh, Zoom thing. People are kind of zoomed out right now. So we're moving it to doing it live in people's yards or in their houses. Um, so I found that to be a way of extending the discussion. Some folks really want to talk about these topics a lot. So it's a chance for them to uh, get to know others. Uh, and it's, it's social. Um, you know, bring beer, bring wine, bring your coffee, bring whatever. Um, and, and so it's, a, you know, brings those same people back together again. Um, on Mondays for a long time, I was offering a Zoom drop-in, breathe-in uh, for people that had been through my workshops to just uh, for, from just noon to 1230, uh, you know, three rounds of breathing. Um, and have had a lot of people drop in for those. It's a way of sustaining the group. Um, and uh, also on Friday mornings at one of my, at the local um, 
site where I do my workshops, we do what we call Fire Up Fridays now, which is um, we get together at 7.30 in the morning. Your entrance ticket is, well, in the warmer days, it's 40 pounds of ice. Uh, and um, so if I know you, um, we limit it to like eight or nine people and we have a sauna and we have the ice baths and we just, it's, it's social. Um, we bring in a couple of people that we want to talk to. It's sort of like a little bit of a salon for us. And um, it's, it's very enjoyable and it builds, uh, it, it builds groups, it builds community. So the principle there is to have, um, so I said celebrate others. The other principle is to have easy on-ramps. So the hikes are an easy on-ramp. The Fire Up Fridays is an easy on-ramp. Even the, um, the, the Monday breathe-ins are you know, easy, they're not an on-ramp, but they're an easy way to stay connected. So providing that to your groups uh, helps give them another reason to come together. Also have what's next. So, and again, maybe this is, a lot of this isn't new to you, but uh, they're leaving those workshops looking for the next thing. So um, for me, that's one reason I went into Oxygen Advantage and Buteco and heart rate variability training because I saw that there was more that they were seeking. And so I went and sought, the, I went and learned those things myself. And now I can provide that to my group um, because they were looking for, you know, what else is in the power of the breath. Um, and to me, that's really means what's in, what can we do with our nervous systems? And so I, I dug into that. And um, the, uh, and also uh, just in that same vein, having what's next, simply listening to what your uh, folks are talking about, what they're asking for. Um, and uh, really with the principle of saying yes to a lot of things. Um, one thing that has happened to me in the last two years is that I've become an open water swimmer because I said yes to some folks who I, I went to find a place to do some dips and they said, well, we do triathlon swimming here. You wanna join us. And that led to me working with English channel swimmers and marathon swimmers and ocean swimmers um, and it's, it has spread. And I said, yes, I said, whatever you're doing, I'm going to learn it. Um, and that has also led to me digging into free diving, which I just got my level one certification for, um, which I know a lot of us, uh, have in this community, uh, but it opens a lot of doors. So I've become open to whatever my team, my folks are saying they're interested in. And so you start to see the same people. But, and not just the same four people, but the same approximately 100 folks in my world that come and go through these different events. Um, and so I, I would just, I mean, my, my entire message to you is again, celebrate others. Don't put yourself first. You are not really the point of the workshop. You, you, are, you are the uh, facilitator, but really, it's, it's far more functional to everybody to know that each person is there, you know, it, it matters. Each person brings a skill, each person brings a talent that can be, um, that, that others can benefit from. And to, again, to have that friendly on-ramp, ways for people to join you or to get to know you and the group, even if they don't have, uh, if they've done a workshop yet, there are other things that they can participate in. Um, have what's next and listen to what they're asking for or they say they're interested in. 
um, and learn those things and join them. And don't just learn it, but do those things, whatever they are. Um, and the last, my last point is to, and I, uh, is to find the leaders and invite them into your world. So the folks, and for me, locally in Alexandria, Virginia, um, this is you know, folks that own gyms, uh, folks that own the small business associations, um, the local moms groups uh, are a very powerful ally. Um, the river keepers group for me is a, is a powerful ally. Um, the folks that actually manage the rivers and the, and the waterways around here are a very powerful ally. They want to know that people respect their water and respect their natural resources and that we're using them in, in ways that show that respect. Um, and I found that them to be incredibly powerful uh, allies for, for the work that we do. Um, and uh, so it, that, that is, those are the main principles um, and the things I wanted to convey to everybody. Uh, and the, you know, the benefits that you're going to get out of this are resilience um, and stability uh, of the group and um, growth and new opportunities. And it's kind of like raising kids. Um, with, when you're raising kids or raising adults, what you really want is for them to become independent and um, to have their own voice and to do things even better than you would do. them. Um, so they even might ex exceed what you do. Um, and that's exciting. So those, you, you get that from continuously I, I really was thinking about this, you know, the last week or so. The metaphor for all of this is really just keeping, it's like brownie in motion. It's like creating a, a soup or a stew. You wanna keep it moving. So nothing on the edges burns and everything just kind of stay, you know, keeps in motion and everything meets everything. So all these opportunities to keep people uh, getting to know each other and featuring them and even on your, on your Instagram, on your Facebook, somebody who's been through one of your programs who has an achievement that they care about, that you care about, that's significant, feature that, talk about them. Um, that, that brings others together because they're interested in these things. I've had some very, uh, you know, I have a, a, a world-class mountaineer in my group. And in the beginning, I mean, she just, uh, she did one of the, uh, uh, she did Gasher Broom 2 uh, in August with no supplemental oxygen. And she's, you know, really an elite climber. Um, and, I, and I asked her, I said, you know, her name is Elise. I said, do, do you want me to, you know, feature you? Because could this just look like bragging and just completely like you're unattainable? No one else could reach this. And she said, go for it. And I got the most amazing responses from people who said, this is just inspiring. I don't feel put off by this. This is just awesome to see that there's this ordinary person that I know who's, you know, climb this mountain with no supplemental oxygen and then i'm going to see her in the neighborhood and that's you know and she's a human being and she talks about her experience so community to me that's why i said it's re it's regenerative human culture because uh, it's the opposite of just bringing people into your workshop and saying goodbye it's it's having ways of keeping them connected um throw a party throw a party for the local people if you can do that uh, and just celebrate them. I had an opera singer. One of my folks is an opera singer. She, she did a five minute aria, just blew us away. 
That's all it was. She just did five minutes like, oh my God, this is opera. Someone else came and had nothing to do with breathing, had nothing to do with Wim Hof. She gave us a, she, she talked about the history of whiskey. Like, this is great. So, and I just said, you know, bring, it's kind of like Burning Man. It's like, delight everybody. Bring something that will delight everybody and, and, and bring your, your talents, whatever that is. Um, so I, there's so much wealth in your groups. Um, and I just encourage you to take a lot of lessons learned. I have not done a great job of record keeping. I have not done a great job of like customer relationship management. It's all been up here and on paper. So, I mean, I'm very unsophisticated. I'm just persistent. And, and I believe in, you know, I talk to people a lot. So that's how I function. Um, anybody who's got automation, then you're even further ahead. You can scale all this stuff. Um, for me, that has not worked. I've kept it small, local. I've had about 600 people go through my workshops so far. So that's, that's my size approximately, you know, so, and most of those people are, are local. Um, and so I just, that, that is, that is my story. Um, and I just wanted to offer that to the community as a couple of main principles, um, just to say that you can get a, a wealth from people when you, um, when you believe in them and you, and you see them as, as valuable resources and you keep bringing them back. So that's it, man. That's what I had to offer to everybody. Um, any questions or how do we take it from here? Yeah, thank you, Bob. It was yeah. amazing. Uh, it sounds like a really beautiful work that you are doing in your neighborhood. Okay, one quick question for me. How, how big is your neighborhood? Yeah, I, it's, uh, it's Alexandria. It's about 120,000, 150,000 people. Okay. Um, but it's a suburb of Washington, D.C. Okay. So that's why I said in my blurb, it's, it's, uh, I'm building an oasis in the most stressed out place in the world. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's very true. Very, a lot of very stressed out people here. Um, and I am the only, guys, I'm the only instructor within this entire Beltway area. Um, there is uh, Jason Franklin out in Olney, Maryland. He's a little bit further away. Um, there's Jeremy Price in, in uh, uh, oh boy, not Stanton, um, Roanoke, Virginia. Brandon Powell's about six hours south of me. Um, but within this area, uh, and I, Annie's up in Princeton, I think. You're not that far away. Um, she's up in New Jersey, so she's probably closer. But anyways, within the, within the beltway of, the, of Washington, D.C., I am the only instructor at the moment. Rob Hartman was here with me, but he uh, has gone to Mexico. So I don't see him these days. Um, so it's really just me. Um, <laughs> Uh, okay. So that, yeah, that's my that's my community. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, there was a question, uh, Matt. How do you keep groups in contact? Facebook, right. WhatsApp, okay. mailing, yep. etc. Yeah, so I have a Facebook group, um, a private Facebook group. It's like the alumni group. If you've gone through my my workshops, my programs, or Oxygen Advantage, I invite you into that. Um, and so there's a lot of uh, a lot of discussion that happens there. I really encourage people to shamelessly promote themselves in that um, group. I, I have my Instagram. I've got a website, but I would say uh, it's and I have I do a, I do an occasional newsletter. Um, 
and then I, frankly, I just, I, a lot of people get together on the actual get togethers. Uh, when we go hiking, when we go swimming, um, I see that a lot of the people get together that way. They actually find each other. Um, so I don't have a common, like, I don't even, I, I use WhatsApp, but I am not using it for this purpose right now. Um, so that is really it. Yeah. No magic. Um, I'm open to ideas. If anyone has a great platform, man, I want it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. In fact, I'm here to get your help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we are all here for each other. So. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Does anyone else have a question for Bob? Yes, I have a question. Bernard here. Yeah. Um, yeah okay. Uh, uh, Bernard first, I'm then Hannah. I'm just curious, is your group still growing or oh, yeah. and how, how fast is it growing? And is there like, do you think there, you, you'll reach a limit and how do you manage if you have too many people? Well, the group, yeah, I mean, I have another workshop coming up this weekend and another one the weekend after that. And so every time I do that, I pick up, you know, another 10, 15 people or so. Um, and uh, it, it continues to grow. It, you know, there's sort of like a percentage um, there's, there's always like, of, from a workshop, there's always like two or three people that are just, you, you know, they're going to keep coming back. Um, and so they're the ones that usually want, one of the first things is they want to be an assistant. And so they'll come to me during a workshop or at the end, because I talk about the, being an assistant, they're like, can I be an assistant? I'm like, let's talk. So I know that I've got their connections right there. Um, and then I, you know, I'm inviting them all to come on the hikes. Um, and I'm inviting them all. They can, they, they're welcome. Uh, what I, I did forget this. There's a local uh, neighbor who has offered her pool. She has a saltwater outdoor pool and it is available for anyone local. Uh, if they just get in touch with me, we go swimming there in this pool. So it's the same as the ocean. I mean, temperature wise, it's, you know, for, for in Fahrenheit, it's about 41 degrees right now. So it's, it's pretty, you know, it's cold for swimming. Um, so I've been inviting people up there to swim. So if you're local, and, and a lot of my stuff is local, then you're going to have these opportunities. Um, and I just let everybody know. I announce it, and then we go and do it. I put it on Instagram. And I, I typically, you know, any of these things, I might get four people. But that's great. They're, they're happy. Um, so that's it. Yeah, how do I manage it? That's a good question. Uh, like I said, I'm open to ideas for platforms because scale matters and I don't want to lose people. Um, so I'm open to that idea. I don't know. I, I have to say this, I depend on others to spin the plates also. I get the this plate spinning and then I absolutely want you to go do your thing and keep those plates. I want you to start something in your backyard and invite people and don't ask me how to do, I mean, ask me how to do it, but don't depend on me. Go do it yourself. Uh, have that party and invite people and let me know. Um, you know, start things yourself and then let me know. You want to go swimming at this pool? Get a bunch of people together. Don't wait for me to gather it. Let's go. So, you know, that is really important because um, I couldn't possibly do all this myself. But I've got a lot of can-do people who do those things. So, um, and I just, frankly, I tell them that they are can-do people that can do these things and then they do it. 
that works. <laughs> you just tell people, yeah, you're the leader, go. And they go, it's amazing, it works. Um, so I, I think I depend on that, strong people. Um, yeah, there's no way I can lead them all. Yeah. Other question? Awesome. Yeah, Anna. Hi, Bob, thank you. That was really yeah. very interesting and uh... I have a question because recently I started doing things that you just shared because we have been organizing with Bart Pronk uh, workshops in Bulgaria since 2019. And uh, we kind of had a lot of people going through the workshops and I just was thinking how to bring them together. And mm -hmm. it's happening lately. But yeah, my question was like, I guess at the beginning, the groups that you're talking about started small because now I have like about 10 people that are like uh, coming together. And I guess it happened uh, after some time that you grew this community, but it took some time. It didn't happen just uh, from the first time oh. and my second question is um because i have this close group that i invite people from the workshops only to join in but sometimes they get requests from people that haven't been to the workshops and uh, i am like in a way wondering shall i let them in so far i do it but one part of me it's really still uh questioning this should those people get in because I want them to participate and maybe yeah. join the community as well. But yeah, I still have this in me. Should I do it or not really? Yeah. So the folks that are the, those 10 or so people, they're in Bulgaria. They're near you? Yes, yes, in yeah. Sofia. Yeah, in Sofia. It's great. So then can you possibly get together for something like a book club or even a backyard, you know? Okay. Yeah, yeah, we do have oh, cool. now on Saturday a small pre-Christmas party. Oh, that's great. Yes. yes. And last uh, month we went to the mountain for a weekend together. And okay. after two weeks we go again uh, somewhere else uh, outside of Sofia for a weekend. That's awesome. It's about 10 people. So, yeah. But I want to bring more people together. But I guess it takes time uh, to grow it. It does, and actually a timeline, another slide you're not getting to see because you can't see my screen. I did a timeline showing like how I started. And, and actually for the first two years, I was just actually assisting Rob Hartman. I didn't, we didn't have any community at all. We'd say goodbye to people. We had no idea where they would go. We, had, we, didn't, even we didn't even keep their email addresses. I mean, it was, so we had nobody. And it was, it was um, actually, the hikes, the hiking, the outings were the first thing that really got people together. And then built actually my, my private Facebook group. So I just began taking the email addresses from the, you know, the, the, uh, the platform and just putting them into uh, Facebook and just inviting people. And I said, look, you were part of my group, so we're building this. And so you can find each other. Um, and so that internal, that small Facebook group, even though I don't love Facebook, many people don't love Facebook and some people don't use it, uh, made it, it helped a lot. And then as far as bringing people in from the outside, I do it too, but I, I do it individually. 
depending on who that person is really. Um, I've had a couple people show up that I was like, you know what? Uh, I don't think this was the right idea. Um, so they, you really have to, it's, 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 it's an individual case basis, but I have made like, someone said, can I like, on one of the hikes, they said, can I bring my kids? Can I bring my dog? I was like, no, I'm not doing kids and dogs. We want to stay focused on what we're doing and be able to stay, you know, in the, with nature and uh, be peaceful and quiet if we want to be. So um, it, it, I have, I would say that you have to use your discretion. Um, like for the party that I had, I said, bring your spouse, bring your wife, bring your friend. Um, Cause I wanted them to get to know each other and they were more comfortable. Uh, if you're doing something that requires technical ability, then obviously not. Uh, and, and maybe some of those longer hikes might not be a good idea because they don't have, you, you don't know them and yeah. they don't know you. So, yeah, I don't think, I think you're doing people a favor having clear boundaries. Um, and then I just think sometimes you just, you judge. And like, if this person, like my mountaineer friend, she said, I've got this other friend and he's, he was like a, a you know, a U.S. Marine Navy SEAL guy. I was like, bring him. He's been through everything already. Yeah. I, you know, he's, he's been submerged under cold water on, on purpose. Um, so he was fine. It just, but then there are other people that would not necessarily be. So I don't have a rule, but, but keep your eyes and your heart open to the idea. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, in fact, the woman, the woman who has uh, offered her saltwater pool, she's not a Wim Hof practitioner. She has multiple sclerosis and she got the pool to deal with MS because cold actually helps a lot. And then she found me, she's like, would you like to use my pool? And I'm like, oh yes, I really would. And she said, bring others, bring friends. I was like, oh my God, great. So that, you know, and I, I have, obviously she's, it's her pool. I'm not going to say don't get in your pool, <laughs> but she's, uh, she's actually really, uh, she's very uh, observant. She's, she's actually very careful herself and she's good. So, it, it, but it does depend. Definitely. Thank yeah. you. No, you're welcome. I don't have, so I don't have hard and fast rules on these. Um, but I think it's wonderful that you're keeping your heart open because I think that's what's going to make the difference. They're going to be attracted to working in your groups because your heart's open and you're keeping people safe. Um, and by the way, the other question I had ready to answer is like the time investment. This is like, it's all pie in the sky. It's wonderful, but what about a job? And what about your family? And are you just ignoring your children? Uh, you know, is your dog starving? Um, it does take time. And it took me, you know, I would say the last year uh, during COVID, it was, you know, 10, 20 hours a week of something. Um, it was a lot. And with that in my full-time job, it was a lot. So, uh, I, you know, you had, start start where you are i would say the you know the get together the physical get togethers are probably the most valuable thing you can do um and that builds faith so like what you're doing anna with the hikes um i think that's actually you're going to get a lot from that um yeah so I, I think that's the probably the place to put your your investment first people are kind of tired of virtual things so meet them where they are on the ground um, and spend time with them, I think. Yeah, absolutely.
So guys, I hope this has been helpful with some tips. I, I have my hand. I, I will send it to um, Francesco. I'll send it to Odin. And um, you know, it has more concrete things in it. Um, and it, this is my offering to the community just to say, you know, uh, say yes to things, um, feel, make mistakes, uh, keep your energy, uh, you know, move forward with your heart. Uh, and, and you will see, you will start to see opportunities show up. It's that manifesting game. You'll manifest things because you're putting a lot of energy into the game and it starts to come back to you. So, um, yeah, let's see if I missed any of my important notes. Um, well, I'll just say this. This is, so this is just really, it's, it's really uh, growth and leadership, what it is and isn't. Um, so what this, what all of this is not is admiration of you or having followers or people that are dependent on you or waiting for you to lead them. What it is, is service, seeing people serve and yourself serving. It's growth, it's independence, it's autonomy. Um, it's just like raising kids. Uh, there's the same kind of things that you would want. You want them to you know, be functioning uh, adults. So let the group become that way also. And, and then it gets richer and richer. So um, yeah. Yeah, thank you, Bob. It's uh, been amazing to hear you speak. Uh, I was really inspired. Uh, you are a really uh, inspiring, beautiful person. And you really are a loving neighborhood dad. <laughs> <laughs> I have fun in my neighborhood, man. <laughs> yeah. So for my part, I would like to thank you and invite all of you to unmute yourselves. <laughs> and give Bob a round of applause. <laughs> Thank you to both of you. Thank you guys too. You're all beautiful. I'm so thankful for you. You are an amazing group. Really, really um, yes. amazing. Yes, this is also growing a group right here. We're doing yeah. it. See, here we go. Here we all go. Right. Okay. All right, guys. Love you. Love you. Thank you very right. much. Bye-bye. Share. All right. Bye-bye. Right. Ooh, wait, I just hit the off button. Can't even find it. Whoa. Log me off. I'm still here. Oh, here we go. Whew.